Hi, and welcome to Party of Ones Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Lori. And we are live in Nashville. Nashville, baby! And by live, we mean we're not posting this live, um, but we are currently alive in Nashville. Okay. (laughs) We sure are. And we have a special guest that we will introduce to you in a moment, but thanks for listening to this week's episode. Hooray! Okay, so we would like to welcome a very special guest today. We have my widow sister, Little Karen. Hello. <laughs> I'm a little sister. And for those of you who don't speak excited baby, Carol is here. Oh, I didn't know that that was a, <laughs> that was a requirement because I wouldn't have come if it was, if I knew. Knew what? There's a requirement to speak like a baby. Oh, you don't have to, but you're little in my brain. When I see you in my brain, you're, like, permanently stuck at, like, three or four, and you have a very serious job now that sometimes requires you to go to court, and whenever I think about it, I always think, like, but she's not old enough to go to court. She's just, she's just three. She's too little. And then I picture you sitting at the big judges thing, like, in your little chair with your curly hair, like, just happy to be there. I don't know how to respond I'm to that. Sorry. <laughs> I don't, know how to I don't to have that. anything to say about that. I don't either. Just love you so much. I love you. <laughs> Welcome. Um, I'm sorry to be here. Sorry. <laughs> We're starting off really well. <laughs> how would you have preferred to start off? I don't know. I just feel like your previous guests, <laughs> you didn't start off by saying that you think of them as babies. Well, I didn't know them as babies. True. Okay. I knew you as a baby. I don't know. I feel like we're at a standstill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm really excited to have Carolyn here because she is our first guest. Are you listening? Yes. She is our first guest we've ever had on that also has her own podcast. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast? Sure. Um, so I just started my own podcast. It is called Three Girls, One Bottle. Um, it is with myself and um let me guess two other people (laughs) um and then my roommate and then one of my other best friends and we just sit around and talk about anything and everything and drink a bottle of wine each episode and it's really fun and really chill and you should check it out i have checked it out i like it (laughs) i'm glad i have also checked it out i also like it good thank you um 10 out of 10 would recommend oh thanks um, have you learned anything about wine in your time? Nope. <laughs> it's not really a self dis like a discovery podcast about wine. We just want to drink something when we're it's just something creative. I think our <laughs> podcast is better when we drink too. Yeah. I enjoy the drinking time. It just relaxes you <laughs> and it gets you like calm enough to Maybe not for everyone, but for me at least, it relaxes me. We tried. I'm sorry. To, we, I'm sorry. We tried to drink during this podcast, and Rachel <laughs> brought us some hard cider. Yep. And she bought bottles that aren't twist offs, and we don't have a bottle opener. Yep. She and tried then to use her she teeth. tried to use her teeth to open it, and we were very upset by it. So we had to abort. To be fair, and I now didn't I'm really get thirsty. Very far using my teeth, I only kind of like opened and gestured, and you were like, "No, <laughs> don't do that." <laughs> and also, to be fair, I didn't think to check if there were twist tops, 
And also, I think it's just nice that I provided alcohol to begin with. What's the point of having it if you can't drink it? <laughs> well, that's a good point. It's a good thought. We have it. We just can't drink it. Maybe the next episode we will have a bottle opener and can drink at that point. Yeah, there we go. We'll, we'll rebound. We'll rebound. It'll happen. <laughs> um, yes. So, Carolyn talked about this on her podcast a couple episodes ago. She talked about, well, they talked about, also going back, you said you were not, you're not learning, you're not hoping to learn anything about wine. Allie said in one of the episodes that she's hoping to learn more about wine. That's Allie, though. Like, I, or it might have been <laughs> you. person. It wasn't me, no. It was Allie. She wants to learn about wine. She's very, she's a very curious person. So that's fine. That's her journey. But mine is not <laughs> that. I just. I just thought it was funny that she said that, but then their first bottle was like Sutter Home. Oh yeah, we find the cheapest. <laughs> we have we've had Sutter Home, we've had Barefoot. Oh my god, all the cheapest, and it's all good, except that we had um, Winking Owl from Aldi. It was three ninety nine, and it was a white Zinfandel, and it was not good. Trash. But you know what? That's what the podcast is for. We learn what you we like and, and what we don't like. We did not like that. <laughs> Check it off. Nope. So when we have a guest, we like to ask them the same question. So we'll ask you, okay, Carolyn, mm-hmm. what is your favorite thing to do as a party of one? <laughs> um, I like going grocery shopping by myself. Okay. Sometimes I get in moods when I grocery shop. Like I want, I have to be motivated to buy like healthy food or like for the week. And I can't have anyone else with me because I get grumpy about it. And then, like, I'm really... Into- <laughs> like, they say, Carolyn, do you want carrots? And you yell at them. <laughs> but I also have to, like, motivate myself to buy the food because I want to eat better. And so then I take a long time, too, because I, I have to read through everything that I'm getting and, like, know that I'm going to eat what I buy. But also it's fun. And I always listen to music when I do it. So I'm just, like, in my own little world. How do you listen to music while you shop? my phone just like out in the world so I bring just, like... my earbuds oh so you have headphones in yes oh. <laughs> modern <laughs> technology is amazing <laughs> you you bring in your boom box you put it in the cart <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> um when you're shopping with other people do you feel like there's pressure to like get things that they want you to get no I just get distracted easily and I just It's one of those things where I just want it to be done and over with. And so if I'm there by myself, I can just focus on what I need to get and then leave. But, for instance, if my roommate came with me, we would be looking through every single aisle, looking at all the produce, looking at the flower section, looking at... And I I just want to get my stuff and go. In college, when we would go grocery shopping... um, we Bruce would always make us start in the very end of the like the very last aisle and work our way forward in the store. And then if you needed to backtrack, he'd go no backtracking. So if you did have to backtrack because you forgot something, you'd literally have to like run <laughs> to the back of the stressful. store oh, yeah, and try no, and like keep up. Stressful. I can't do that. <laughs> no, no, I can't do that either. Although I do think it taught me to be a more efficient shopper. Well, also it's now I do that. Everyone has their own method of grocery shopping. Yeah. So I just want to do what I want get what I want and not be a bother to anyone and no one be a bother to me. It just makes the world a better place if I just do it alone. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's good. Good answer. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so one of the things we'd like to talk about on this podcast um, because you talked about it on a couple of episodes ago on your podcast mm-hmm. um, is online dating. 
So, um, I have a couple questions prepared, um, and then, I don't know, Lori, if you have a couple questions prepared, but, um, (laughs) what? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just, like, some talking points. Okay. It's casual, but your answers will be recorded and will last forever. Great. No pressure. Okay. Um, my first question is, what do you feel like makes, like, a really good profile? What are your, like, you have to have this? I think the biggest thing that you have to have, you have to have accurate pictures mm-hmm. on your profile. So for me, that would mean you like, obviously you can have selfies on there. That's fine. But also just throw in like a body shot because you don't, there's some douche canoes out there that will judge you on your outer appearance. And if you only have pictures from your head up, that's not very, uh, forthcoming. Yes. So I always like to put in a full body pic just to show what I look like. Do you have clothes on? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just ignoring that. Um, And then the bio, I like to put in some, just make it short and sweet. And I I like to just kind of, I don't know. Is your answer to this question, I don't know. I mean, I think the pictures is the most important part. But the bio, I think it's informative, but also short and sweet. In your bio, do you feel pressure to be funny? Um, not as much in my bio as I do in, like, if someone messages me. I feel like I have to be funny or, like, keep their attention when it's in, like, a message. But not as much in my bio. My bio, I just kind of say, like, roundabout of, like, who I am, what I like. And that's about it. Is it, like deep or is it just like, no this is... I don't keep I don't know it's just like oh, here let me look it up <laughs> this is my um tinder bio I'll read it <clears throat> um it says probably one of the sassiest but quietest people you'll ever meet I'm a caregiver and I love taking care of people and then space down I'm not a twig so deal with it space down I love beards space down <laughs> I love tattoos I love laughing humor is a way to my heart and then space down, currently a child welfare social worker. I love working with kids. And then space down, I love Columbus and doing new things and learning how awesome the city actually is. It's a great conversation starter because you just list a lot of things and then a lot of guys will just pick one. They'll be like, oh, I don't have a beard. Is that a problem? And then I just won't respond because you don't have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> So my Tinder profile is really short. Mm-hmm. I used to have a really long one and I had some funny things in it and the comments that I would get, I was like, oh, I don't even want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You're dumb. Like I, on one part in my old profile, I had on there something about, um, in my real life, I am a middle school teacher with two kids and many responsibilities. And then I said, in my fantasy life, I'm a world famous carpool karaoke singer <laughs> with an airplane and five vacation homes, something like that. And the responses I would get were things like, why aren't you really doing that? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you trying to be a singer? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let's back it up a minute. Like that's a, um, I feel really intimidated by you. Do you have, how much money do you have? Or Mm -hmm. like things like that. I'm like, no, we're done. So I took that off and now it just says, 
looking to find someone who's excited to see me and I am excited to see them or something like that. And then it says casual to serious dating, no hookups. That's it. That's That's all I say. Because anytime I had something long on there, I would get a dumb comment. I'd be like, nope, all gone. Yeah. I feel like that's very upfront. And yeah, because it's true too. Like you're not just looking to like chit chat with someone. Like you don't need a texting buddy. Mm -hmm. You're looking for like to date someone. Yeah. I I am looking to dip my toe into the online dating world, but I feel like I think a lot about like what I would put in my profile and I don't have good answers. So I've been like mulling around and I don't know what I'll do. Probably nothing if I know myself. <laughs> well, you're in the I believe you're in the let's take some pictures of me phase. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm gathering I feel like I'm gathering You're gathering the resources. information before you decide to actually post anything that's very important. Yeah, the other day we looked good and I made us go take pictures. Yes. And then I showed them to Carolyn and Carolyn thought they were good. Yes, they were good. So I have like a picture. Do you think that a picture. Do you think that, um, do you have any things that are, like, when you see them in other people's profile, you're like, oh, I hate that. Like, I, I hear a lot, like, that you shouldn't post, like, group pictures. Because well, it's like, who are you in that group? Or, like... Th- my pet peeve with that is if it's, like, one guy's profile and they're all group pictures, so how are you supposed to know who yeah. who is the profile it belongs to? Or there's an- another one where if a guy all of his pictures are with like really attractive girls that yes. that bugs me too when a guy or like has pictures with like a female yes. and all of them i'm like yeah and they're like in a club and yeah. he's like naked and like if i swipe right i'm not gonna feel good about it like because we're probably not gonna no. match or if we do match it's not it's, it's i wonder what that good. is i wonder if they are thinking like "Ooh, she sees me with this hot girl then she'll think like "Ooh, hot girls want him so that i want him i think like okay you're already taken care yeah, of you don't need me it. like yeah it, it doesn't bode well with me the big pet peeve i have with pictures is when they only post a picture of like their abs and they're in a mirror and they like have their pants and they're holding down their pants yes. showing their abs and there's no head yep. or nothing it's just like this body yep. do you think those are actual people though or do you think those are catfishers oh no they're actual people they just i think want, it's they a mix hook up. They, but they're only like hey here's what i can bring to the bedroom yes they're not Send interested me. they're in, like, not talking. interesting and they don't have profiles either they're the kind of people that as soon as you match they'll send you their snapchat name and then you're expected to go to snapchat and have a little party yeah (laughs) no thank you no thank you yeah you have to weed through and tinder is its own beast i think because Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the expectation there are other and there are other websites but even on those like you still find that all over the place yeah good yeah that's what scares me i think I just, like, don't want to weed through all that. But I think you weed through all that in, like, real life, too. But it's just, like, people aren't brave enough to say that that's what they want. Like, you know, if you were to, like, go to a bar, like, nine out of ten of the guys you'd meet, like, that's also what they're there for. Like, mm-hmm. they're just not saying it up front. Not as forward about it. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things, too, I think is interesting, while I've been thinking about, like, starting online dating or thinking about, like, like, putting together a profile and things like that. Like, there's a part of me that feels like, I don't know, like, almost like I'm grieving, like, an idea of what I had about, like, what, like, meeting somebody that I was going to date would, like, look like. And, like, there's a part of that that's, like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, when you get to be 
my age and you're still single, like, there's already been a lot of, like, little deaths that I've been, like, sad about over the years. Like, I graduated from high school. I wasn't dating anyone. That was fine. And I was just like, okay, it's just not my time. I graduated from college and I, I fully expected to, like, be dating somebody that I was going to marry after college and then that just like didn't happen and I was also fine with it but it was also like okay so now I just like start my life and like that'll be fine and now I feel like I'm established in my career it still hasn't happened and I don't I feel like every year my pool like shrinks and shrinks so it's like all those little deaths and this one like also feels like a little like I don't know there's like something to grieve in that do you feel that at all um I know what you're saying because I I I'm kind of going through it now because I just I re- I graduated two years ago obviously you know that but um, I was there I think I'm just so like I think it would be nice to have someone but I'm so busy with finding out who I am uh-huh. and learning how to survive being an adult and on my own uh-huh. that I just feel like I don't know, maybe right now is not the greatest time. And I I get what you're saying, but I just think it just I'm I'm someone that believes that everything happens for a reason and I always like I never have been proven wrong by that. And so I think that there is a reason why that hasn't happened for you yet. Yeah, but I just think like I am at that place where like I feel like I am ready to have somebody. I know who I am. I feel like I have all that sorted out. Mm-hmm. And I guess my thing is, like, I... This is just, like, not how I thought finding someone would be. And it's, like, I I feel fine about it. And I don't have, like, any judgment. Like, I know I have a lot of friends who met their significant other online. Mm-hmm. And I guess that, like, there's a part of my brain that just feels like, okay, if that's the way I have to find somebody, then, like, I'm willing to do it. But, like, I feel like I bring some level of sadness to that. And I don't know if that's, like, a good way to start... Well, I get, I get that, too, because everyone wants to have that romance and that romantic story of, like, high school sweethearts that fall in love and get married and are together for 70-plus years. But that's just not the reality of what today is. Yeah. And, I, and most people don't have that story. And I just think we're moving into a more technology-based society. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I never went through that type of grieving, grieving process. I think it would be nice to have that type of story. But also, I feel like the, on the opposite side, there shouldn't be, like, shame or anything. Like, you shouldn't be embarrassed by saying, like, I met my significant other on Tinder or I met my significant other oh, yeah. offline. I yeah, I don't think there's any shame or, like, I don't have any judgment for it. Like, I think it's totally fine. I just, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like... I don't know, in some ways it feels like the final frontier. <laughs> There's also the fear of, like, well, what if I try this and there's still no one? Like, well, I what? mean, I've been on them since college, so <laughs> I'm still single. I was going to say, I've been on and off for three years, mm-hmm. still single. Yeah. Um, I can say, though, one of, the, one of my favorite things about online dating is when you meet somebody in person, you have this oh, I'm not sure if they're into me like that or maybe they just want to be friends mm-hmm. or they haven't said anything and, I'm, and maybe I'm reading into this one way and when you are online dating, you know that yeah. that person is talking to you because they don't want to just be friends. Yeah. They want to be more than friends. Mm-hmm. And if they meet you and they meet you several times, they are into you for something more than friends. Yeah. And that's already like on the table and known. And I like that a lot. And I think, well, you know, I would like to be friends with someone first before something happens. But the reality of that, again, 
is that doesn't usually happen. And at least with online dating, when I know when I go to meet a guy and I go out with him and he asks me out for a second time, I know he's not just asking me out to hang out as friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is very comforting. There's no question there. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's, like, already that expectation, like, built in. Like, yeah. this is what we're here for. Yeah. And maybe that's why I like it, because it removes all that drama of wondering and questioning if Ooh, speaking of drama, speaking of drama, Carolyn has a hot take on how we feel about um, telling people that you like them. So in our unrequited love episode, Lori and I both stated that we feel firmly that you, if you have somebody that you like, that you just like... You don't just come out and say it. You just come out and share it. You take that to the grave. It's a take it to the grave philosophy. If you're not sure of yes. how they feel. Like if somebody were to say mm-hmm. to me, you know, he's really into you. If you just say something, he's going to date you. <laughs> okay, maybe I would. But the, well, I'm not really sure, but you won't know until you try. No, <laughs> not going to try. I don't want to. I just like we, I feel like we have an avoid rejection at all yeah. costs philosophy. We sure do. And I'm not saying that it's been successful, but I am saying <laughs> that uh, it has it has kept me from yeah. facing rejection. Um, but I think that like there's this there was a show a couple years ago I can't remember what it's called, but it was about like um, people who wanted to put on flash mobs for people when um, oh. when like for different reasons. Oh, no. And this one episode we were watching, there was a teacher who was fully in love with a teacher down the hall and she thought it was a good idea to go on this show where you throw flash mobs for people to throw him a flash mob as a proclamation of love and see i think that is the the far extreme for what could happen to you if you become a person who tells people how you feel uh, and you're not sure, I but I just, in an effort to, in an effort to not be a person who throws people flash mobs, I swing firmly on the other side of like you take it to the grave. Mm-hmm. But Carolyn, <laughs> Carolyn's brave, little brave Carolyn. She thinks you should just just put it out there, put your cards on the table, and she has many times. Well, that makes me sound awesome. <laughs> I think it. I think it makes you awesome. Yeah, I could never do that. It just. It drives me crazy. Like, it's just me. I'm not saying everyone should follow this policy because it doesn't work out. Because, alas, <laughs> it has not worked out for me since. But for me and how my brain works, it, it just drives me crazy. Like, thinking, overthinking. Because I'm an overthinker already. I'm also someone that is very self-aware. So I know, like where I stand and how I feel and I think about it all the time and then I'm just like you know what I'm not even going to put my brain through this and waste my time and wonder if he likes me or if it's reciprocated or anything I'm just going to ask him and if not okay then I will just move on but if there's a chance then at least he knows and then the ball is is in his court and we can go from there but do you feel that you would benefit from a lowered self-awareness spray? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I know where you could get one. Yeah, we, we have one. I heard it's really expensive, so I don't think I could afford it. To be partner with somebody. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know that we got a price quote on the spray. The robot was very expensive. I don't think producer Elizabeth even tried very hard to no. get a price. No. So. Uh, she'd be so mad you're throwing her under the bus. Sorry, love you, Liz. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I think that I think that that's like the brave and mature choice, and I think that I when I do think back and have regret, it's that like in an effort to not face rejection, I just haven't said anything, mm-hmm. and like I like when I am left with like any kind of regret it's like if i would have said something would things have been different well i get it too i get like because rejection sucks and it hurts and it's it's hard to face that reality like you spend so much time thinking about this person that you see your relationship with and like you imagine what life would be like if you were dating and it what it would be like at your wedding and all this stuff like i get it and so like you don't want to build yourself up for the risk of all of those dreams and all of those um things being taken away by just him saying I don't I don't feel it but also like it just saves you a lot of heartache too and at the end of the day by just eliminating that questioning because I know that there's been situations with you in the past where you won't say anything and I feel like it could have saved you a lot of time <laughs> you're not wrong I'm just saying but you're not wrong could have saved Lori a lot of time too could <laughs> have saved me a lot of time yeah but, um, to be fair, think about how much we learned on that roller coaster. But also, I mean, again, I'm not saying that this is the right way to go because would you throw someone a flash mob? There, someone you never. work with that you'll have to see the there's next no day. There's no one at my work that I like. And after the <laughs> the worst part of the flash mob, st- there's nothing at my work that I like. The worst part of my flash mob story is that after the flash mob, they go to him and they're like, "How do you feel?" And he was fully like, "I'm not into it." Yeah, I and it was so that. cringy. One, it's a flash mob, but two, you're on TV. So, like... I could... No, that's too much of an extreme. Though I do have to say, even though I feel like I may have learned something from the past roller coaster ride mm-hmm. of does he like me, does he not like me, if I were presented with the same scenario again, knowing oh, what I know, yeah. I would still do the same thing. Oh, you would? I wouldn't oh, tell I'd be, them. I'd be up front. Oh, I'd, no. I regret it. No, I I don't know. I, mean, I would I, still be like, nope. I'm gonna keep this to myself. No. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I just yeah. I would have saved myself so much time. We could have we could have saved ourselves a lot of heartache. But you were looking to preserve a friendship. Yes. I was at the point where I could have burned that bridge and I would have been fine. Yeah. Oh, see, so my situation that I'm thinking of, I had a friend. It was a friendship. And I wanted to preserve it as well, but I just... But you saw saying something as a way to preserve it. Yes. Yeah. I was Every ready. time I asked. <laughs> multiple time. times I came I back. at least five times. You did? I didn't oh, think yeah. I knew that. It was at least like once a year. For like so, still six, the same? Okay, six good. years. Once a year. And he'd be like, nope. I'm like, okay. Was it on the cool. same date where you at least like... Nope. Predictable. Yeah. Nope. It's on our calendar. The <laughs> date. Tell so-and-so how you feel. Ask him if he feels the same. <laughs> it was always no. Once it was a yes, but then two days later it was a no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to play a little game. Yay, I'm so excited. I am too. We've never played a game. No, we've never played a game. 
we heard that you feel that our podcast has an educational vibe. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that in a mean way. Oh, <laughs> we felt like maybe it wasn't a compliment. Okay, because when I told you, you didn't seem offended. So I thought about it more, and I got offended. It was. It was only after she thought about it, and then she asked me about it. And I think had I been like, oh no, that's fine. She, I'd have been like an educational thing. No. Just because we're teachers doesn't mean we're I, being I this educated. And, and, and she said, what does that mean? And I said, well, I asked that too. And she said, you could just definitely tell that you're teachers. Oh, I don't mean that in a mean way. So I you felt the same way. Yes. And then, and that was, that meant that Rachel was like, yes, that's how I felt. Lori goes, closing, that's a good thing. And I was immediately like, I know. <laughs> Had I gone well. the other way, she'd have. Rachel may have been like, oh, maybe you're right. I'm just it's being fine. crazy. But as soon as yeah. I did it, she's, she's like, a hype girl. Right. She's a hype girl for sure. It's because I already think all of those things, but then I have to wait to see if other people also think them. I have to wait for, like, confirmation. And then when other people think that, I'm like, exactly. That's also what all, I was thinking. All I'm saying, but if we're organized. All I'm saying is that my podcast compared to yours, you guys have, like, an outline, and we don't. Like, we don't really plan much. And then just, like, the, the way that your episodes run, it's very, like, informative. And it's not a bad thing. My episodes aren't informative. Like I learned about Sutter Holmes wine. I thought your episode was very informative. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. It wasn't really meant to be offensive, <laughs> so That's really I why we brought, this on, brought you on this podcast to fully confront you I about your educational so. content. I redact the statement. <laughs> It's okay because now I we're said, gonna play a game. <laughs> I said the same. I said it's because we're ones too. Oh yeah, is the our game is called Hitch or Ditch, where we will name attributes and or qualities um, in a perspective partner, mm-hmm. and we will each say whether that is something that we're okay with Hitch or we are not okay with Ditch. Okay. Hitch or ditch. So we both prepared a list, and we'll just go every other one, and then we'll answer. If you feel like it needs explanation, feel free to explain. Ready? Okay. Are you guys answering these as well, or is it just me that's answering them? We're answering as well. Okay, good. But you're answering first. Oh, no. Okay. Since you're the guest. You're the guest. Guest first. I'll go first. The first one that I wrote down, you have already answered at the beginning of the podcast without knowing I wrote it down. So, if they have a full beard, mm. hitch or ditch? Hitch. <laughs> Not even, like, okay, hitch but I'm, me. I'm picky about it, too, though. It can't be, like, beard to your boobs. Like, it has to be, like... <laughs> <laughs> that should have been your actual question. Boobs? Hitch or ditch? <laughs> it has to be, like... <laughs> hitch or ditch? <laughs> <laughs> what if they have a full beard and man boobs? <laughs> I mean, uh, does the beard touch the man boobs? <laughs> That's what I meant. But <laughs> either like scruff or like a little more than scruff. That's all I want. That's what I like too. It has to be well maintained. Uh, I say ditch to the full beard. I'm not for a beard that's more than scruff. That's what I just said. I, you said you'd be okay with more than scruff. I'm not okay with more than scrub. Okay. Um, I don't want any. I don't want anything where the guy can grab his chin and pull the hairs down, 
as if stroking a or cat. Or you can like braid it. Or braid it. But I do like a little bit of something. Yeah. Like a five o'clock shadow or more is yep. okay. But also has to be clean. I think, yeah, that really. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm yep. That gets me going. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, my first one is between jobs in air quotes. Um, I will say hitch pending. They are in the process a conditional of hitch. They have a plan of what their next job is. It'll be a ditch if they're like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know my next step. That's a ditch. But it'll be hitch if they actually have they are actually between jobs and they have a plan. I'll go since I'm holding the mic. Okay. <laughs> um for me, um, in between jobs is a ditch because I've been there and the in between jobs takes way longer than what they initially think. So I'm like a, mm, no, moving on. Uh, yeah, in between jobs is also a ditch for me. Uh, I think because you're young, you're so young and fresh that it's like way more common for people like your age to be in between jobs or like figuring out what they want and like you like if they have a plan like that's like all you need i don't need a pl- someone with a plan i need someone who's like executing the plan mm-hmm. mid plan is my like i mid plan into my next plan like i need somebody who's already doing the thing uh and then i will come alongside i i have no desire to like i also think there's something about men who like they like need to feel purposeful and they need to feel like they're like contributing to something and like a job is a big part of that and i think like somebody who's between jobs is a little like adrift and like i'm not looking for that i need somebody who's like firmly anchored in a harbor (laughs) what is it if it's adrift meaning they're out to sea but there's not drift like they're on land (laughs) adrift what did I say? Versus drift. No, you said it correctly, but my English brain oh. started going, why isn't the opposite of a drift? Drift. Drift. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. See? Okay. Educational. See? <laughs> <laughs> I see your point. Valid. Okay. Um, my next one is, let's say you meet a guy for a date and you look at his hands and you see he has dirt under his nails ditch I'm not a firm ditch on that what if he's a mechanic and he like can't get him clean he can't wash his hands for the date but sometimes they have like the stuff doesn't come off wear gloves well <laughs> okay if somebody shows up to a date in full gloves that's a ditch, ditch. <laughs> um I've been on dates where the guy shows up and his hands look clean but he still got stuff under his nails. And I'm like, yeah, that. take one of the brush nail things oh, yeah. and clean it out. You're on a date. You're not yeah. just hanging. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's a mechanic or maybe a yeah. gardener or something like that, and we're just hanging out at home, fine. And that happens at the end of the day. But you know what? You know you're going out clean under those nails. Yes. Yeah, I agree. If it's, like, a basic hygiene thing, then ditch. Yeah. But if it's, like, a, an occupational hazard, not a ditch. Okay. Oh, turn. sorry. Um, my next up is he is habitually late. Hitch or ditch? Hitch, because I'm late too. <laughs> I like, we'll be, we'll late, be together. late together, babe. <laughs> I'm all the way ditch. I hate that. Real bad. 
you are really punctual. I I like to play the line between I'm mostly on time, but things happen. Sometimes I'm not on time. I'm like, I feel like I'm like halfway in between. I try to be on time. Like I try real hard, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it just doesn't work out. Um, So I feel like it wouldn't be a, if it's habitual, I think that would have to be a ditch because I think it would get on my nerves after a while. I'm either like really early or late. I'm never on time. So <laughs> There's one I, I'd be really hypocritical if I got mad about... <laughs> have you heard the phrase, like, the queen is never late? Yes. Everyone else is nearly because early. Dame Julie Andrews said Do you that. feel that way? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, my turn. Okay, so let's say you're talking to a guy on, like, Tinder or something, and you decide to meet up for a date, and when you meet him, he is attractive like not amazing but attractive you say he's short but he has a high-pitched voice (gasps) oh no (laughs) (laughs) see these are the things that are hard because it's like you want to say that they don't matter but like (laughs) (laughs) sorry because i have a deep voice so my significant other had a high voice and my voice was even deeper than what it is you also want someone who's like tall and kind of built so i can't imagine a tall kind of built person <laughs> with a high voice and then i am a very sarcastic person so eventually i'll just start making fun them. of them and that just wouldn't go well and that, so i say ditch like, sorry for i can't their date sake, you not for mine there's no way yeah. this ends with me not mocking your voice i would do it i just because i'm a i'm an ass so <laughs> I, I would make fun of them not even like intentionally i just be like i just repeat things I hear sometimes so I'd just be like meh, 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 and that wouldn't go well how high is it <laughs> that's a weird I question high, high enough where when you they go, huh? first speak you're like whoa yeah. that's a high voice <laughs> and you have to hide it for a moment and you have to be like maybe it'll be okay maybe it'll get better and then you sit there maybe I'll get used to it oh. but you sit there the whole date and you're just like oh, no, that's it's not ditch. any better that's a ditch for me. I don't know. It's a hitch for me. It doesn't bother. I don't think it would bother me. It I know people who you. have high voices that it doesn't bother me. Oh, no. Me I'm names. a total ditch. Also, though, because same thing is that I have a low voice. So if I have to raise my voice to talk, to like talk like they like do, this? no. Well, some people talk like that and they can't help it. But not, not in a man. <laughs> I gave Carol an example and she agreed. Yeah, but we wouldn't have been together. He's short. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm shorter than you. All right. Um, my next one is a very vocal social media presence and or post controversial things on Facebook. Um, like gets in Facebook fights. Oh, That's a ditch for me. That's a ditch for me. I, I'm all about standing up for what you believe in and, like, voicing your opinion. But if you're, like, putting things out on social media just to pick fights or fight with people, I'm not for that. And I think that shows a little bit of immaturity. Yeah. I also think, like, do you, people think that they're going to change other people's ideas, like, on Facebook? Like, you know who those people are. Like, they're not going to read your post and be like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's right about this, like, social justice issue. Like, if you're passionate about social justice, great, so am I. But then, like, do something about it in your actual life. Don't just post on social media. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
Yeah, I think I would be a ditch. I'm not looking for someone to start arguments. I'm a non-confrontational person. Yep. Um, unless it comes to my children. But <laughs> then I'm full <laughs> confrontation <laughs> all the time. But um, I'm non-confrontational. So if I meet someone who is trying to do that, um, no. And chances are we are we will have a difference of opinion on something. And if they're posting about it, I'm going to feel like it's a cut right to me. Yeah. And no. Yeah. I don't like that. Okay, my next one is what if they're your age but never graduated from high school? They never got their diploma. That's a ditch. That's a ditch for me. I think I there's a there's a I'm lax with like not going to college because there's a lot of people that don't go to college and they're still college successful. is not for everybody. Yeah. I think, but that high too. school like. <laughs> do they have a really good reason they didn't graduate from high school like both their parents died and things happened and like things were questionable for a time and then they went back and got their GED okay a GED is fine I wouldn't ditch necessarily for a GED right. but if you are someone who is like 24 years old who does not have a GED or a high school diploma why? Yeah. Like why you, have you waited so long? Doing? Like, even if you didn't get it right away, why didn't you go back for your GED? I think, yeah, I think if there are, like, extenuating circumstances, something crazy happened and you couldn't finish, but then you went back and got your GED, fine. No anything, no diploma, no GED, hard ditch. I would also even say ditch for, like, just has their GED because they didn't want to finish high school. Like, I don't, to me, like, I'm, there's, there's like, the teacher in me is just, like, if you can't get through school with, like, getting the things done that people are asking you to get done, like, I think that says something about you as a person. Okay. Not necessarily about college, because I think college isn't for everybody, and, like, not everybody needs to go. Like, there's plenty of things you can do with your life and be successful not going to college, but I think, like, high school, like, think about, like, how hard we work for our students. Like, there were teachers who were, I'm sure, were working just as hard for them, and, like, for them not to, like, finish just seems like there's probably something up there mm -hmm. ditch okay it's your turn okay um my next one is petty i will say that off the bat but i do think it's important you go on a date you meet him for the first time you look down and his shoes are ugly <laughs> ugly as in like the design or ugly as in dirty ugly as in yeah, dirty or out of style or I don't think just ugly. I've ever gone on a date and looked at the guy's shoes. I look at guys' shoes all I the mean, time. I mean, I know that that's like a good sign of how they like maintain themselves and like whatever, but I don't think I've ever looked at the guy's shoes. So he shows up and he's wearing full-on dad white New Balance. <laughs> You don't look at those and think See, that's triggering. Mm, that's not for me. Wears exactly. Um, I just think that's a stupid thing to ditch because I just think there are a lot of factors involved in this. Is it a hitch? But later on, you try and get him to change his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say that's mine too. Yeah, hitch pending <laughs> some shoe shopping. Shoe shopping later in the relationship. Yeah, because he just needs some help. I don't like shoe shopping either, so I get it. Like I, I don't like. I love to shoe shop. 
I don't. It's one of our favorite pastimes. <laughs> I don't like shoe shopping. I don't like it. Why? I don't know. Oh, she's not gonna like us today then. <laughs> We're going shoe shopping later, girl. Great. Um, Match me shoes. But I'm just I'm not a shoe shopper, so. So it doesn't bother you. Again, it's one of those things where I feel like I'd be hypocritical. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't be a ditch because I think it's a real petty thing to like fully ditch someone for. I would be a hitch pending some shoe shopping. Mm-hmm. Okay, my last one. Mm-hmm. Sports fanatic. Like, to the point of during whatever season the sport is, for example, baseball. Mm-hmm. Baseball season, baseball is number one. You are number two the entire season. Oh, see, I can't be number two. <laughs> Ever. No. <laughs> or when so. you hear, like, maybe, like, third date, like, and you say, hey, do you want to go out and grab a drink? I can't. Like, the golf game is on. I have to be Ugh. watching that. One golf. Ew. But. <laughs> ew. Agreed. I would say. Because I have no problem with, like, guys who watch sports. Because I like watching sports. Uh-huh. I like going to sporting events. Yay, sports. Um, Yay, sports. That's the, fir- that's the firm stance of this podcast in sports. My friends Yay, sports. call it sports ball. Because they don't like to... <laughs> I love that. They We're don't like steal that. Because <laughs> they don't know anything. Put sports effort ball. into knowing what sport is what. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's sports ball. Um... I'm super tired. (laughs) (laughs) To give you a picture of Carolyn at the beginning of this podcast, she's like sitting up talking to me and she's just like slowly sunk down. She now has two pillows behind her head. She's like all cuddled in the couch. I was told we met before this. (laughs) So, but anyway. What was the question? Sports. Edit this out. Um, I would say... <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I would say hitch, but also pending. I'm never number two. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, I would say it's kind of similar. I like the like I I really like when people really like things because I'm a person who really likes things. Yeah. So like when people just feel like kind of blah about everything, I feel like what's wrong with you like why can't you find something that you feel like really passionate about so like i would like that there's something that they feel really passionately about but yeah it it would be a problem for me if they can't put that aside to put other things first Mm -hmm. like when we have if we would have kids and they can't do things with the kids because like a sports team is like on tv or something like that like for me that'd be a deal breaker because it's like no this is your real life and that's like the life that you want to participate in and it's fine. It's good. And it has its place. But, like, it can't be above, like, me or our family. Okay, so, like, the third day home from the hospital with a baby, your new husband doesn't go to a baseball game and leave you behind. Okay. Based, yeah. Based on, maybe based on real life experience. Based on real life experience. First red flag. <laughs> first red flag. Um, I would agree. I do like... I have to, I mean, I say yay sports, but I don't follow sports, but I like going to baseball games. I like going to hockey games, football games, things like that. So as long as I am still priority, you know, if I hear like, hey, I'm going to go play golf with my buddies for the day. Okay, cool. Call me later. Great. I will. I'm looking forward to it. You know, something like yeah. that. I'm, I'm okay with. Yeah. But balance. Yeah. 
all good things in its yeah. portion. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've been there because I know that there, there's a guy that I liked and we were going to hang out and then he changed plans last minute and I had to go to his house while he watched the Browns game and I had to sit when while he watched this? the Browns game. A year ago. You didn't want to watch the Browns? One, I don't like the Browns. Bengals who day? We're but, a Bengals family. Uh, Which makes up for our making fun of our dad and his new balances because our dad taught us to be a Bengals family. <laughs> We're sorry, Dad. He'll deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, I agree. Well, it also would be different if he had said, like, if he wouldn't have said, like, you can come over and watch. This is what I'm doing. You come over. It would be different if he invited you to do that. Like, hey, like, you'd feel the same about it. I would have said no. (laughs) (laughs) If you had had been been bamboozled into watching the Browns game. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, A guy I liked one time would get real grumpy if, like, the Browns were on and he couldn't watch it. And, like, anything else he was doing, he'd be, like, a total pain in the butt and, like, a big baby because he wanted to be watching the Browns. Hindsight, that was a a red flag. (laughs) Okay, so last one. You're dating somebody. It's going super well. You really like them. You're into it you he says hey i'd really like you to meet my friends you get together you hang out you do something i don't know some activity um and you leave and he says like hey like what do you think of them but you think they're super annoying like you are very annoyed by his friends hitch or ditch i would still hitch because my friends are super annoying so we could just have a super annoying friend party (laughs) i don't think your friends are annoying you haven't been around them for very long. <laughs> Maybe annoying's the wrong word. Maybe I'm Obnoxious. thinking like, um, yeah, or like, you okay? You go to meet his friends and they're all wearing "Make America Great Again" hats. Oh, <gasps> that's a totally different. Yeah, level. that's totally different. That's not annoying. That's, that's different that's level racism. But racism also, I'd right. like to say that I would hope that my significant other wouldn't have friends that wear. You find out something problematic about his friend group. I would be a hitch, too, I think, in the hopes that things may get better, or maybe it was just that one time, or maybe next time there would be, like, my friends and his friends, or something like that, and it would grow and become better. Yeah. I would still... It wouldn't be ditch right then. Maybe ditch later if I find out nothing's gonna work out but more research would be needed yeah because it's just one instance so who knows if it's just like an off night and then yeah the more you get to know them they could change okay does it change after many instances and you still really don't like his friends i don't know (laughs) i would still say hitch i don't think that's a representation of who he is yeah yeah i agree hitch we have to go because everyone needs a nap <laughs> thank you for listening to the party once podcast um if you would like to tweet at us for any of the hitch or ditch that you could think of and that you whether you agree or disagree we'd love to hear you we're on twitter at party of ones podcast or party of ones you can e- email us at party of ones dot podcast at gmail.com Thank you, Carolyn, for being our guest. Thank you for for having me. It was fun. It was fun. We always end by saying bye together. Ready? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Oh, sorry. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.